Welcome everybody to the Gen Genesis podcast, a fun place where Gen C has a voice. My name is Valentina Ravioli, your host, and today I'm here with the Monaga sisters from South Africa. They're really passionate about the arts, so I cannot wait for all of you to listen about their work. Please girls, introduce yourselves to our listeners. Hi, I'm Chinakao. I'm Cindy, and we're both the Monagas. <laughs> <laughs> we're from South Africa, Limpopo, um, I'm 17 and I'm 16 so basically she's a year and a month older Older. than me yeah (laughs) damn really close birthdays wow that's crazy do you guys like that yeah we do actually right (laughs) that's awesome first of all can each of you please tell the audience what your relationship with art is in what artistic areas um are you guys most interested or involved in um, I'm into drawing. I I sketch and whatnot. So I, I guess, yeah, that's the field I'm into and whatnot. And I guess um, I was inspired by like my surroundings and whatnot. I don't know if that's relatable with the question, but then, yeah, um, I, I just got so absorbed in um, looking at lines and just looking at, um, what, what's the word again? paying attention to detail detail. and I guess that that just it allured me and whatnot so yeah as for me I'm into poetry I write poems uh I started writing poems when I was 11 years old and it actually started off as taking my thoughts off okay obviously when you write you just write your thoughts down on a paper so that you can just feel that emotion release everything that you're feeling just when I actually started writing I'll just come back from school, get into the library, take out a diary and start writing whatever I felt like writing. But at that moment, I didn't actually know what I was writing. It was just for the sake of getting something on that diary until like a few years later, we realized that I was actually writing poetry, but it actually started off as monologues. So at some point I got people here and there um, helping me change it from writing monologues to writing short poems. I did um ever I did think of like getting in competitions, but I would say I was at that part at that point or at that time in my life I was not really that confident enough. To- yeah, yeah, I saw that. Congrats for the release of your book. Did you guys work on it together? It was just your thing. Uh, I did the editing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really important too. I mean, it, it's awesome that you guys could um do that together, and also like being super young. And if you guys want to tell the audience a little bit more about what the book is about and what the process was like, that would be awesome. First of all, let's talk about the hardships of getting a publisher. It's difficult and it actually took many years to get one. When I was supposed to actually start writing the book, I was procrastinating. I just kept on procrastinating. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it that time. And but but by the time when I was actually supposed to start writing, it was maybe around September. I told my mom that I would start writing in December. She said, okay, I understand because you're busy with school. And it got to December and I'm like, okay, I'll write tomorrow. Tomorrow turned <laughs> to a week and a week turned to a month. I only actually started getting busy with the book when I realized that it's a week before school. So basically <laughs> I wrote the book a week before and up until a week into school opening. It was, it was difficult. At some point I felt like quitting. I was like, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> and Naki would always tell me, but God wouldn't give you a gift that you cannot handle. He has a reason for giving you this gift. Yeah. So you should use it. So I kind of used those words to 
keep me going. How we got the name? Oh, the name. <laughs> I wanted to name it a conglomeration <laughs> of emotions, which means a mixture of emotions. But we got to a point where we disagreed on that title. And since I'm not good at naming things, I asked my sister here to actually write, um, <laughs> pick out a title for me. That's when she came up with the word, the name. Order. But then first we looked for the meaning and it said, it means uh, warmth or great passion. I'm like, perfect. We are definitely taking this name. And that's how the name of the book actually came up. And we had to plan on the cover of the book, mm-hmm. um, how the book was going to look, how certain poems were actually going to be put in. Teamwork. Teamwork 100%. Those were poems that, they, they are like a compilation of different poems that you have written um, like before with newer ones. Or were they all just like written on that week that you were just telling us about? There were actually, there are parts, half ones that I had to write for the book and other ones which I already had. You're, you guys are like really, really close with each other, right? Very close. Actually born on the same day, just different months and different years. It was very close, but it wasn't always like this. Say I was provocative when I was younger because I would literally wait for the moment, the right moment where I can see she's not wearing her shoes and I'm next to a bush tormented than run into the bush knowing very well she won't follow after me i mean i'm an only child so i never had to you know fight with a sister or with a brother or anything like that but i'm sure it's really nice to have someone next to you always being there supportive awesome okay and um naki in what projects have you been involved like relating with your passion for drawing I, I wanted to like enter into some competitions and whatnot but then i guess doubt and not really believing in myself at that time made me not like get into those competitions and just give up or like bother to participate in them so I guess I don't know I'm still waiting for the right time but I keep encouraging her to do something about it she keeps saying she will (laughs) so I'll just put it in the prayers like I always do (laughs) I mean writing painting any form of art I feel like it's very personal so I mean it is hard sometimes um, getting out of your comfort zone and you know sharing it with others but you know I'm sure that if you really want to and you really want to share it with the world um, you should definitely do it because it's a cool opportunity you know like nothing would happen to you if you win or lose there are actually a lot of online competition too that you can participate worldwide just like online you submit your work and I, I, I love writing too maybe you, you could try it yeah I, I'll definitely do so I feel like I'm way more um in my element right now more than ever actually (laughs) that's awesome yeah i feel like that comes with time too like we grow up it does because then you learn to appreciate like a lot of things especially when you realize that time waits for no man i was wondering do you have like any sister traditions related with the arts no (laughs) unfortunately no no, we don't we just but then I think we tried that, right? We did. We did, but it and didn't go it as didn't, planned. Like, we like right when, like, we get some sort of it inspiration. It just comes to us, exactly. you know? Getting I guess, like, I, I can't really draw when someone is around. It just, it, it's it's weird and uncomfortable. We like being alone while well, doing our things. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Then, well, it's really cool. You're one of the first people that I interview that are not from the U.S. or Argentina. So please, like, tell us a little bit more about life in South Africa. And especially, you know, what would you say the presence of the arts is in South Africa? Okay, life in South Africa is... Life. Life. <laughs> I, 
I mean, we, we couldn't really explain it any other way because we've never really traveled to other countries and whatnot. So we yeah. don't really have anything to compare it to. But then it's a great environment okay. to some extent. I mean, how people actually like to celebrate culture here, yeah? how they really love tradition and whatnot. And I guess in a way it does in, interlink with um arts because yeah, they really is. are into their tradition and stuff they really like to express themselves they like to express culture language really okay wait religion is not really into culture but yeah they like to express themselves in that sense more especially on heritage day and what but you'll just see people dressed in their different um, articles of yeah tradition and whatnot yeah it's interesting it's very interesting <laughs> it's just like Almost every heritage day, you get to see a different traditional attire. I don't think life in South Africa is different from life in other countries. I think it's just normal. Every person, every each and every person in a country is different, which means also their traditions are different. Even though we have different traditions and we may actually belong in one tradition or one culture, there's still going to be that one thing that, that we do different. Yeah. So in a way, I would say there's not really much of a difference most parents here in South Africa are more intent on getting their children to like be doctors or engineers or some um, high time paying type of thing and whatnot. There's not really much focus on like getting your kids to do art or like uh, supporting them to do art or like I guess the schools, depending on which schools exactly, yeah. um, they are encouraging more about encouraging art. about art. It was a way of expressing ourselves and just, um, I guess, putting a stamp of art in our hearts and whatnot. So, yeah. I feel like schools definitely did a good job on that, trying to put art on the map. Exactly. Because then we learned to actually develop ourselves in different ways. We actually realized that maybe some of us are good in education, some of us are good in art, some of us are good in sports. The presence of the arts, I feel like that that's a common denominator in many countries, I would say, that, you know, people don't really pay attention to, to the arts or, you know, the arts are pretty underrated, which I totally believe is a mistake. Why do you feel that art in general is so underrated um i think it's mostly because of poverty or the excessive need to like be somewhere on in terms of having money or in terms of like getting far away from poverty and whatnot like but sometimes most like parents are trying to live their lives through their kids exactly so I think it's more along the lines of interlinked with those things. Hmm. Yeah, and also I think it has to do with what success means for like each person. Like what success means for someone may be like, okay, having a lot of money or having this or that. And for others, like, I don't know, being featured on a magazine. I don't know. Like they're, like the definition of success is different for everyone. Yeah, I was actually about to talk about wealth. What you really want to do in life, what you love doing with you and your family and whatnot amounts more than following what you have no, absolutely no interest in definitely definitely yeah no you guys have a lot of experience you have put out a book together i've thought of entering competitions which is really cool so what advice do you have for younger artists follow your dreams and be authentic always be yourself and don't ever feel pressurized to do something in your art like something specific like exactly. what another person does there must be a variation you must be able to showcase who you are through your art or just be able to like 
express yourself in a certain sense and just don't limit yourself because we live in a limitless world if you if you don't limit yourself which would be a good thing you'd be, be you'd be a voice for someone else yeah something beautiful art is just great i don't think we can actually ex- explain what art really is exactly there's just beauty in art exactly. it just changes you transforms you into something beautiful and it makes you see life for what it is life is beautiful and life is art itself and when you just understand art and you allow yourself to just get linked into art you become part of it and when you become part of it you become the voice for that one who doesn't have a voice you actually touch hearts so my advice to people who are artistic is that be yourself do what you have to do god gave you that talent for a reason exactly use it to be the voice of someone else with art you're a tree but it always a tree always starts with a seed so you need to keep allowing yourself to be watered to grow into that tree one of the most coolest things that i've actually realized about art Mm -hmm. is that when you just walk out and you take your time to breathe in nature you let the oxygen come in you actually just realize that everything around you is actually art um observing things observing and just things. like looking at the um the littlest detail it's it's actually art because I remember when I was walking somewhere and I was just looking at the trees and whatnot like everything just it just looked to like perfection like it was just beautiful you know I mean, like I can't even explain <laughs> it you know so I just feel like I mean I know I'm not a, a drawer I express myself <laughs> through poetry but I can just sometimes look at the world and think one day I will paint you, maybe not really paint you, but use my pen and write out what you really are. Express your beauty. No, that's that's beautiful. I loved it. Like you guys were saying, don't be afraid to be different um, because you know that that's actually the people who actually do something meaningful at the very end. So now we're going to go into a really interesting segment on this podcast, which I like to call Myth debunked basically because we talk about certain opinions the listeners have about the topic or questions we're going to address them right now this is more related to the book that you guys created together but what would you say makes a book a good book it should relate to you a lot i don't know it should exude your personality who you really are because most people actually want to get to know a person or like they want to get to know a, a person through a book yeah. or through their writings or if someone were to draw something people would expect to like see something about them from that like to understand them in a more deeper level or whatever so i guess a good book should like really express who you are yeah i think for me i would first ask what makes a book a bad book yeah that's actually a very good question i don't think there's actually a bad book i would say just use your imagination, play around with it. It's just about being open-minded to enjoying whatever you're going to read. But usually they say we fist with our eyes, which means whatever we see at that moment, we judge it and we think, okay, maybe this is something I should be reading or not be reading. But maybe let's just change that, use our imagination and think, okay, this This isn't something I wouldn't actually read judging by the cover. But why not? It yeah. could turn out to be different from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. And like art in general, it's very subjective. So and maybe that's a reason for, you know, the people who don't really enjoy 
reading maybe they haven't found like the book i think that's spot on you, i like, definitely would agree with that one definitely that one I agree. <laughs> yeah it works because i mean not everything is for everyone i mean you can't it's like when you're not a nature lover and you want to go and read a nature book it just doesn't align because some people um actually enjoy watching movies whereas others enjoy reading right <laughs> but then i'm still trying to figure out whether i love watching movies or mm. i love reading books i'm not sure <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a book lover i love books i love books. she could literally ignore you while reading a book <laughs> i don't know she enters her own dimension once she starts reading a book <laughs> i mean it does like make you get away from like the world or whatnot especially when you feel like um a lot is just coming down on you you just feel like you can get into your little cocoon and get your good book or just that book that fits your criteria and whatnot and just read it and ignore everything else so yeah so the last question what is a project related to the arts that you haven't done yet that you would like to do in the future <laughs> would you would you like to write another book I don't want to lie and say I'm going to write a book. I'm just taking it a step at a time and see where God is actually leading me. Yeah. I'm just putting it all up to him to take me to the path that he wants to take me to. Right, yeah. And we don't want to get your fans with their hopes up. They, they will have to wait a little bit more for the next book to come out. So to start wrapping up the episode, this is a question that I actually do to every guest that I have on the show. And you can each, of course, answer individually. So the question is, if you were an ice cream flavor, what flavor would you be and why? I'd want to be chocolate. Oh my gosh. I, I love thing. chocolate. I love chocolate. Like, oh my gosh, I would die for chocolate. I don't, I, I, I can't, I can't explain the relationship I have with chocolate. For me too, it's also chocolate. I really, I just when you asked that question, the first, the first flavor that came up was chocolate. chocolate. Like, it's, I don't there's know, no there's no doubt just, about it. It's just something about chocolate. It's, it's just, it's, unexplainable like while you're eating it you try to understand the flavor but you can't understand it yet you understand it at the same time and it just goes along with all the other flavors i mean well you not, just I'm never not, go wrong okay I feel not like that we've I tasted my, all of the other flavors okay, but then like there's just something about chocolate that's just lovely according to my own opinion i don't think there's anything that can surpass chocolate <laughs> even the word chocolate is mysterious as the taste <laughs> Oh my goodness, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah, that's actually so funny because actually I had another girl on a pot on the podcast who said very similar things. So I'm not sure what's going on with chocolate. It's I know it's really popular, it's a really popular flavor, but she said like something really similar. I'm more of a vanilla kind of girl, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. Um <laughs> But for example, chocolate with like berries or like something like that, I'm in love with those. At first I thought mm, for me, the flavor was vanilla. That was when I was younger. But then I talked I her just, out of that. She actually did talk <laughs> out of it. And when I actually like, when she actually finally convinced me to try out chocolate, I was like, you know, when your eyes just go, bam. <laughs> definitely this is the flavor i've been looking for yeah so yeah also what just solidified loving chocolate had to be charlie and the chocolate factory actually that movie is probably one of my favorites so i'm glad you brought that up the musical is very good too but that that movie is is literally amazing i love it team burton i love you just in case you're listening you're not listening but 
I love he's my favorite movie director. I remember when I used to dream about like having a gingerbread house, right? <laughs> and like the milk would be chocolate milk and whatnot. And like like just I I can't. I mean, if you haven't watched it, there's just there's something, something missing. Okay, so this is going to be all for today's episode. Um I don't know if you guys have any last words, something else you would like to add, talk about just like to say thank you for having us yes we really appreciate it yeah we really had a beautiful conversation it was nice <laughs> no thank you so much for taking the time to come here i'm sure people would love to listen um you guys talk about your passions you guys are sound really passionate about what you do and i'm glad that you have you know that really awesome perspective on art and life in general so yeah thank you again for being here Well, that has been very fun. Thank you girls for being part of episode 8 on the Gen Genesis podcast. Also, it's so crazy to think that we are about to finish season 1. After episode number 10, we're going to be in season 2 of the podcast. For episode 9, we're going to be touching a really contemporary topic. We're going to be mixing social media with trends with a specific industry, so you don't want to miss it. Like I always say, this little reminder, remember to keep up to date with the podcast on all our platforms. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and many more platforms. Also, you can always share your ideas with me if you think a topic should be discussed on the show that we haven't touched upon yet, if you want to suggest a guest, or if you want to participate. Because I want to hear the voice of those who listen to me. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, use your voice.